Good morning. Welcome to the April 1st version of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin Sunday service. I want to say that this is not one of our regular services. It is a tiny bit unusual, and so I would like for you to put your seatbelts on, <laughs> loosen up the gears of your expectations, and let us um, make one day where it is okay to have satire and parody. This is a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning. It is our goal to welcome people of all gender preferences, sexual identification, uh, skin tone, socioeconomic background. Uh, we're, we're working the hardest on uh, political affiliation, but that's where our challenge lies. That and musical taste. I understand that the person who did the um, welcome last Sunday said that, that uh, hip-hop is the exception to the music that we um, welcome, but I would like to say that's not true. I personally like hip-hop very much, and it made me want to have a kind of a whole hip-hop service. <laughs> not that I'm oppositional, defiant, or anything like that. If you are a first-time visitor with us, I would like to extend to you a warm welcome. Please join us for coffee and conversation in Housen Hall after the service, which is straight through those doors and to the right. We stand in a long history and tradition that affirms that there is a spark of the divine in every human being, and it is part of that history and tradition that I ask you to greet the holy in your midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. To laugh is to risk appearing the fool. To weep is to risk appearing sentimental. To reach out for another is to risk exposing our true self. To place our ideas, our dreams, before the crowd is to risk loss. To love is to risk not being loved in return. To hope is to risk despair. To try is to risk failure. To live is to risk dying. Our mission statement tells us what we are about. If someone were to say, what is that Unitarian Universalist church you go to all about? You could say, well, every week we say, we gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. May it be so. Prayer is not a magic carpet ride carrying us off to some utopia. It is an act of attention grounded here, alert to connections, wherever we wait. The, word of, the, root, the root of the word attention is to stretch toward, and comes from a word meaning to stretch thread, as on a loom. The connections of prayer weave their own sacred carpet, 
joining the variegated threads of our lives to one another and to all things. The threads take color from the stains of our blood, sweat, tears, dreams, and disappointments, creating a design we cannot fully discern, but stunning even now. It is a weaving seen from the backside. In honor of April Fools, I've been reading Unitarian Universalist jokes. Some of them sting a little bit. Like this one. What do you get when you cross a Unitarian Universalist with a Jehovah's Witness? Somebody who goes knocking on doors for no apparent reason. I think I would have a reason. I would knock on your door and, and I would say, hey, um, do you know that there's a whole faith movement that doesn't believe God sends you to hell? And that believes that we're all connected and that even some of us call that connection among all things, we call that God. And do you know that some people believe that there's just one soul of everything and um, that you can learn as much about God from nature as you can from any sacred scripture. And in fact, that the Bible is a sacred scripture and so is the Quran and so are the Vedas and the Bhagavad Gita and so is the poetry of Mary Oliver and the lyrics of Towns Van Zant, and you can find God. You can find God if God wants to find you, the connections among everything. If that wants to find you, it's in you. You know, you're it, and it's you, and what do you believe? <laughs> I just think saying to people there is no hell and that you don't have to believe things that don't make sense and that you don't have to believe in a God who doesn't believe in you is a liberating word. And I will knock on as many doors as I have time to knock on and say that. This one stung too. Um, UU family moves into a new neighborhood and uh, their daughter is getting to know the other kids in the neighborhood and one little girl says, we're Episcopalian, what are you? And she goes, well... I'm not sure. I think we're League of Women Voters. <laughs> but in our religious education program, we are doing our best to infuse our children with their Unitarian Universalist identity and talk to them about what it means to be a Unitarian Universalist because this is not a non-denominational church, as I've heard some people call it. It is a denomination. Unitarian Universalist is a faith tradition, and it goes back to the early church and to the, to the uh, middle of the Reformation, and we have ancient roots. And we are a thing, and you can be a, a Buddhist in your practice and be a Unitarian. You could be a Christian in your ethics and be a Unitarian. It doesn't mean you're a Buddhist Unitarian or a Christian Unitarian or a pagan Unitarian. We're Unitarian Universalists, and we get to call ourselves your you no matter what kind of practice we've chosen to do as our spiritual path. Anyway, that's a whole other sermon. 
And we want our children to know that it's not a denomination where you get to believe anything you want, because that's what people say. Well, you can just believe anything you want. Oh, no, uh-uh. You can't, if you're a Unitarian Universalist, you can't believe that some races are better than others or some sexual preferences are more blessed than others by God or that just because you're healthy and rich, it means God loves you more and has blessed you more. I mean, that's Calvinist, Protestant, Puritan, churchianity. That's not what we believe and it's not what Christians believe either. But anyway, that's another sermon too. I have a lot of sermons that I've got to preach to you. And we don't have a creed that we recite, and that's what's confusing to some people, because sometimes, you know, if you, if you have a creed, then people know, here's what we believe, and we don't really have to talk about it that much, because it's right here. Um, Somerset Maugham, in his book of, of Human Bondage, said, a Unitarian very earnestly disbelieves in almost anything that anybody else believes, and he has a very lively, sustaining faith, and he doesn't quite know what. But I don't recognize that either. I know that with the hectic flow of life, with our jobs, with our kids, with our aging parents, or with our um, telephone that always gets lost and our printer that never works right, we've got a lot of things that we're having to, to deal with. And that's even before we get the illness that's taking all of our attention to try to get through or the financial disaster that's screaming in our mind all the time, we don't have time, really, to think, what do I believe? I mean, I do, because you all pay me to think about that kind of thing, but uh, you all don't have that luxury, and this is a great job, I have to say, Um, but most people really don't have the luxury of the mind time to work it all out. And they have questions, they have ideas, but it's hard to put it all together. And just because it's hard to put it all together doesn't mean there isn't anything in there. So um, our adult religious education department has very kindly offered a class called Building Your Own Theology, and we have supper every Wednesday night, and the class is just finishing up, so I'm sure the people who have attended that class have had some good discussions and thoughts and decisions about what their beliefs are. Um, Some of you know a lot about what you believe, and other people are a little more vague, and some people are just wired, so they want it all laid out, and they want it all to make sense, and other people can just kind of let it wash over them, and they don't have to parse it out exactly. And for some people, it's all about, you know, energy flow and love, and other people, it's about um, believing in a loving God, and for other people, it's about doing your best to live ethically with the support of your community. And for many of us, a good big part of it is um, almost worshiping the democratic process. We we love the idea of everyone's voice being heard and everyone's voice being respected and nobody being stampeded or run over or um, shamed into sitting down and shutting up. Because we hardly ever shut up. And it seems to some people that um, you use can believe anything because most of our belief talk is not done from the pulpit or said as a creed. Most of our belief talk is done one-on-one 
or in discussion groups. And we'd love to discuss, and that's where this next joke gets its kick. You know, the Unitarian Universalist who came to the crossroads and there are two signs, heaven this way, discussion group about heaven this way. <laughs> and the UU is truly torn. And it is in discussion that we have our, many of our great joyous moments with one another in our chalice circles or in our coffee hour. Conversation is almost one of our sacraments. If we had sacraments, uh, which as a non-credal denomination, we really don't have sacraments, but we do have child dedications and we have marriages and we have memorial services and coming of age and we have community service, which is almost a sacrament, and um, conversation and drinking coffee. In the UU Church, we love discussion because we get to feel the presence of like-minded people. We get to feel the presence of people we can talk to. And even if we don't agree on everything, we have a saying, you don't have to think alike to love alike. And we can feel a great deal of affection for the people who are among us, even if we disagree on many things. But it is confusing to a lot of people. Um, there was a religion professor who used to send his students to my church and then ask them to write a paper about what they thought. This was in the Deep South, where most of the students came from a very traditional Protestant background. So this student came to the service, and he enjoyed it. But The, the religion professor sent me the paper because he thought that the student had really grasped um, something good about Unitarian Universalism. He wrote, the service was very different from any other service I'd ever experienced before, mostly because of the absence of any particular deity or central text. Instead, the sources for inspirational readings or authority seem to come from great thinkers or writers in world history, such as Rilke, Thoreau, Dickinson, Martin Luther King, Jr., and even occasionally the Christian Bible. The ideals were somewhat hard for me to wrap my mind around since there was no unifying feature other than love and acceptance Then he writes, then there's this joke. A visitor to the Unitarian Universalist Church sits through the sermon with growing incredulity at the heretical things he hears spouted. Um, after the sermon, a UU member asked the visitor, so, did you like it? I can't believe half the things that minister said, sputtered the visitor. Oh, good, you'll fit right in. <laughs> At the end of the paper, the student writes, The church celebrates its diversity, and the love and bond between its members is cultivated through the services and rituals of the church. Although it is an extremely interesting experience, I felt it difficult to understand what holds the members together religiously. But I appreciated the chance to fit the service into my own religious beliefs and personal spiritual context. The feelings of the members of the church are best expressed in their affirmation, they say every Sunday. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. This is our great covenant. So yeah, we like to dwell together in peace. We like to help one another. We like to support one another in our spiritual 
exploration. This one of our seven principles, which are the things that we stand on together. Why did the Unitarian Universalists cross the road? To support the chicken in its search for its own path. So that's one of our principles, not to support the chicken, but to support one another in our search for truth and meaning. And our principles are what we should all memorize. If, if you're really a black belt Unitarian Universalist, then you, you know the principles and you've served as president of your congregation. Then you get a black belt. And most of us, uh, even if we don't know all seven, we know the first one, to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person. And that in itself is worth 20 or 30 years of work because it's hard to see the worth and dignity in some folks. And it's hard to keep your belief that there's a spark of the divine in every person. And we can be just as rigid and judgmental as any Pharisee, and we have to work on that. We have to work on our self-righteousness because sometimes we do think we're better than other people because we tolerate everyone so much. I have a friend named Pat whose mother always taught them, um, we're not better than other people. Don't act like you're better than other people. And finally, she was very old. She said that to him, and he said, Mama, you do believe we're better than people who believe they're better than other people, don't you? <laughs> so anytime you start feeling self-righteous, let your alarm bells go off because self-righteousness is the root of all bad behavior. And one of the places where we are the most rigid and judgmental is when it comes to political correctness. And that gives rise to this joke that I titled my sermon after. How many Unitarian Universalists does it take to change a light bulb? Three. One to write a solemn statement which will affirm the following. This light bulb is natural, part of the universe and evolved over many years by small steps. And there must be no discrimination against non-light bulbs or dark bulbs in any form. And the means must be found for all quote-unquote non-light bulbs to take their place alongside light bulbs on a basis of equality. And we affirm the right of all bulbs to screw into the sockets of their choice. <laughs> Regardless of the bulb's illumination preference, you use uh, seek for each light bulb the fullest opportunity to develop itself to its full electric potential. So one, to write that, and two, to write this one. We choose not to make a statement either in favor of or against the light bulb. However, if you have found in your own journey that light bulbs work for you, that is fine. You're invited to write a poem or compose a modern dance about your personal <laughs> relationship with your light bulb and pre present it next month at our annual Light Bulb Sunday service in which we will explore a number of light bulb traditions, including incandescent, fluorescent, three-way, long life, and tinted, all of which are equally valid paths to luminescence. <laughs> you'll notice there's nobody to actually change the light bulb. <laughs> Other UU jokes poke fun at our biblical illiteracy, which some of us suffer from. 
not me. I won the Bible Knowledge Contest at Princeton Seminary. So if you have any questions, just ask. Here's how the joke goes. You, you, number one. You, you don't know enough about the Bible. Number two. Oh, some of us do. I'm self-taught and I know quite a bit. Number one. Oh, yeah? I bet you five bucks you can't say the Lord's Prayer. Number two. You're on. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Number one. Wow, you got me. You're right. (laughs) We are doing our best to remedy all these situations that the jokes point to. And we are doing our best to create a place where Unitarian Universalists who used to be Baptist, who used to be Jewish, who used to be Catholic, who used to be Buddhist, we are all here together. And if you will turn to the back of your bulletin, you will see the words to our final hymn, which is another one uh, like the one the choir sang, the old-time religion. That was by Pete Seeger. This is another one from the ancient folk music tradition. Thank you. It was done by the, a group called the Lime Lighters. I'll sing the first verse, and you will um, pick it up really quickly and start singing with me if you care to. I once was a Baptist, and on each Sunday morn, I'd be in church singing, just as sure as you were born. We'd sing there like angels in that good harmony. But sin and salvation are no longer for me. Cause now I'm a Buddhist, chant my mantra each day. But I miss that hymn singing. In that good gospel way, that good gospel way. So we'll sing to old Buddha and the wonders of sin. We'll meet in Nirvana. Yes, we'll be there then. And you always have to modulate in the middle. My old friends don't like me. Since I shaved my head And they all talk about me As if I were dead My good old Zen buddies They think I'm okay But I can't get them sing More than one note a day cross-legged, eating brown rice and tea. We chant our mantra in four-square harmony, four-square harmony. We don't sing of salvation or a heavenly home. 
And now let there be an offering taken for this place where the sacred and the silly can walk hand in hand. It is through poking fun at ourselves, poking fun at the culture, that we can learn and grow. That's one way, anyway. It is good to have freedom. It is good to have a free mind. It is good to have a faith you can protect and believe in. Let us now receive our morning offering to sustain and strengthen this place, which is sacred to so many of us, a place of memory and of hope, for we are the keepers of the dream. And now will you say the words with me by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. I am spirit wrapped in skin. I am spirit deep within. I am spirit dancing bones. I am spirit standing stones. I am rooted, I am growing, I am bending, I am blowing, I am welling, I am flowing, I am lightning, I am glowing. Go in peace. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.